Hello everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Thursday and the market is up today and the question is do we have a relief rally? Kind of that's what I'm thinking we're going to have to, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking is happening here. Uh, I do believe it is a sort of a relief rally. Um, by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, I'm simulcasting this on YouTube. Very easy to uh, pick the, uh, to see all the charts and the graphs. All you have to do is go to the uh, go to my profile, click on the, the click on beacons, and then you'll see a direct link to the uh, the uh, the feed from um, YouTube. Uh, so let's get into it. Well. I have two things for you today, which is going to be nice. I've got a uh, there we go. I have two stocks that are basically um, very, very near buy points uh, that I want to show you, uh, and also I want to show you uh, some of the other stuff uh, as well. Basically, I think we're in a relief rally, and the reason I do is because. The overall trend in the market is still in a downward trend, so we have to be kind of uh, cognizant of that. Um, even though uh, a Tesla rallied today, and I want to show you that in just a second, um, I do believe that uh, this is a relief rally. It's going to be relatively short-lived, so um, you know we want to be careful. Now, the one sector of the market, of course, that is doing great and has been doing great for a while, of course, is the oil sector, and we've got to be uh, you know, we've got to take a look at that oil sector. I've got kind of two, um, uh, you know, I got some stuff in the oil sector. I did buy, uh, this morning, I did buy BP. It's up just slightly. It's right below the pivot, uh, which, of course, is the buy point. I have two other stocks, Zim and um, uh, Zim and Flex LNG that are also set up well. You might want to take a look at these. These are right below the buy point. Now, of course, buy points are no guarantee. What I want to uh, tell you about buy points, of course, is that uh, what happens is the stock will move up to a buy point, and then if it moves beyond that, then it probably is going to go higher. So that's kind of the case that we have here with two of the stocks, the Flex LNG and um, uh, and um, uh, Flex LNG and Zim shipping. So kind of interesting. So let's get into it uh, with the charts first. Let's take a look, of course, at um, the chart for uh, Tesla. Tesla moved up uh, very strongly today, 4.66% or 11%. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing move today. It moved above that 21-day uh, exponential, which is very interesting, very key uh, to the overall health of, of, of the stock. Now, would I buy it here? No. And the reason why, and I'll show you this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight this line here, this reactivate this line. This line here essentially is where the overhead, uh, uh, the, the, the overhead supply is. What do I mean by that? Well, because it people bought above this line, this basically this uh, this key line of about 900. This is this has got to get exhausted. So, any rally that we're going to get, we're probably going to get some some selling into the. Uh, we're probably going to get some selling into the into this uh, into these rallies. Why? Because there's a lot of people that want to get out of their positions back here. They bought above 900, and that is a issue for them. So they're probably going to be. Uh, probably going to be a lot, but uh, interestingly enough, this is a this is I definitely think this is a relief rally, because 
you know, we are still in an overall downward trend, but uh, we had some nice action today. And uh, sometimes when you get these downward trends, the best, um, the, the, the strongest rallies are when it is um, it is in a, a downward trend. Basically, the NASDAQ um, was up about 2.7%. Uh, basically, um, it's it's been up about over 2% in the last three sessions, uh, last three out of five sessions. So this is, they're starting to see some movement back into the NASDAQ. Of course, that's where all the growth stocks are. Now, I'm pretty much out of this area of the market. I'm pretty much only in oil. Shipping and natural gas—that's kind of where I'm. 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 Uh, I'm looking now. But this is something that uh, you have to 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 kind of look at. Now, the Nasdaq made a low on the 20th of um, of May, so that is key. It made a tw- I made a low on the 20th of May, so I do believe that this is a relief rally. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move over to the QQQ, and this is the uh, this is the uh, ETF that covers. The um, that 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 covers um, the um, uh, the Nasdaq 100, and it definitely was up today, moving really nicely off the 21-day exponential moving average. Now, why am I so interested in this green line, the 21-day exponential moving average? Because it typically will show the overall condition of the market. If you'll notice, one, two, three, four, we've been four days above that 21-day. That almost exactly corresponds with this uptrend. So if if uh, the if the if the QQQ is living below that 21 day line, we're probably in a decline. And if we move above it, we're probably moving up. So this does look like um, a, a relief rally. I think that we're possibly likely to see a rally up to about that 40 day line. And that's right here. Let me just show you that. There we go. And it's about about that line and about uh, on the Qs about 326. So um, if you're in uh, anything like the SQQQ, you definitely want to be closing that because we're going to rally a little bit here, it looks like. And I do believe this is a re- relief rally and not an actual real rally. So um, so that's kind of the, uh, the deal. All right. I have a question here. Should I buy puts on GME? I would avoid GME altogether, but let's take a look at it because a lot of people are interested in that, especially in TikTok. GME, of course, that's GameStop. This is one of the weakest areas of the market, uh, and I want to kind of point that out. We're well under the 200-day line, so I can see why you would be interested in possibly buying a put on this. I wouldn't recommend it, though, in this case because uh, it's been so volatile, and I do believe that uh, it is very likely, um, you know, it, 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 it possibly will move lower, but we've got to be, uh, there's just so many factors on this one, so I would I would be very very cautious on this one. I I think that you probably could make money with a put on GME, but I would not do it based on the the the, the way this market is trading. It just doesn't it, it just doesn't look uh, that good. All right, let's go to some uh, let's go to some of the the uh, bias that I think that we have in this market, and uh, the first one of course uh, is. Uh, a stock called Flex LNG, FLNG. Now, why do I like this one? Well, um, the reason I like this one is because um, uh, uh, natural gas has been in short supply in this market, and this is this is an area that you can participate in. It. This is not they don't operate the LNG, but they but they transport it. I want to show you the the current chart on amazing chart. 
Uh, and if you'll see, it, it basically moved up very, very strongly today. It pulled all the way back down to that 40-day moving average, and then boom, it just moved right up. Currently trading at about $30. Um, there's a buy point on this one at $32.77. Now, obviously, what do I mean by that buy point? I keep trying to, to, to uh, indicate what that is. The buy point is, if it moves above that buy point, that's an optimal place to buy it. But in this market, we're buying a little bit below the buy point. Now, this stock is in the oil and gas, uh, this oil and gas transport group. It's 9 out of 197. This is one of the few groups that is doing extremely well. It is my strategy right now to basically overlook many of the tech stocks because they are basically in, um, with the exception of today, they are, and today and in the last two days, they are in decline. The overall market is in somewhat of a decline. So we have to basically look at the market in such a way that we are going to see... Um, you know, to we want to put we want to move to where the strength is. The first one I want to show you, of course, is Flex LNG, and this one has uh, an interesting opportunity here. There's a buy point right at 32.77. So uh, this one is actionable right now, and that is Flex LNG. So this is one you might want to take a look at. Also, in addition to that, we have another one. It is uh, Zim Shipping. And this is a bulk carrier, uh, and this one is starting to set up as well. If you've been watching me for any amount of time, you'll know that we've talked about this stock a lot. The reason I'm so interested in this stock, of course, is because it moved past this reversal line here, and I'm drawing this reversal line. You can see this, by the way, on the feed that I'm doing uh, on, t uh, not on TikTok, but on, um, but on YouTube. And, and, and at the end of the show, if you want to see any of these things, just go to my YouTube channel, YouTube, uh, Dallas Trading Floor, um, uh, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, and you can see all the, what I'm talking about here. All right, this is Zim Shipping, and it moved right above this very, very nice reversal. It had a nice reversal on it. The buy point on this one is $75.71. We're currently at $66.71. So this is definitely actionable, I believe, uh, in, this, in this market. I think what I mean by actionable, well, what I mean by actionable is that you could start uh, creating a position in this stock. And uh, here was, here's the markup for the live chart. As you can see, this is the reversal line here. We've moved above that. So I definitely think you could start building a position here uh, as we did have some excellent earnings and also they had a special dividend. So Zim shipping is extremely strong. And uh, at least in this market, I think we could see it move at least 10 more dollars a share in the next uh, few months. So this one might be a good way to start. If you're, if you're not in the market right now, if you're in cash, uh, I was mostly in cash, um, this is one you want to take a look at because I do think it really might make sense. All right, well, uh, let's, uh, let, let's go with a few more things here before we get to the questions. Uh, and that is, I want to show you the current situation of my portfolio. Not a very big portfolio, I'll tell you. I only am holding four items right now. Uh, I have, of course, Chevron. That's been one of my biggest holdings. Uh, and that's down a little bit today, uh, but uh, just 32 cents. But it seems to be holding well. Also, uh, I've been in Flex LNG for a while. It was up $2.16. I bought in a little bit lower as it touched, basically, the 21-day exponential. I typically like to, to uh, trade off of that bounce 
on the 21-day exponential. So that, that was a very nice pop that we got on Flex LNG. Of course, that's the one I still think is viable, uh, is Flex LNG. I'm also in um, a, essentially a bond fund. Now, this one has been very, just kind of going alongside. This is sort of a more of a safety play. It's only off one cent, basically. This is the TBT, the ProShares Ultra 20-year plus. Now, what do you mean by this? As interest rates go up, this typically will increase in value as well. But it depends a lot on the Fed, and it's quite political. But I do think that this one is good. Now, I did get a fill yesterday on BP. I think of the larger companies, this one is set up very well. I want to show you the chart on it here. Just in a second. Okay, here we go. Here's the chart on it. We're still below the buy point. The buy point on BP, this is another one that you could probably add to your list, uh, is basically 34.16. That's a place where uh, you want to, you know, that's why if you want to come into the stock, that's where you can, could, can, can start coming into the stock. Now, I typically buy them as they're reversing up into that buy point. So I did buy uh, some shares uh, today at 32.70. We're a little bit up 32.83, so that's what I did. I put a what they call a buy stop limit order uh, in uh, on that. Oh, I think we got issues with. Well, let's just remove that. Okay, so I think we had to we had to jump out of um, we had we had to jump out of LinkedIn. Didn't like us. <laughs> didn't didn't for some reason we got an error there. But uh, so we we, uh, we we broadcast on a number of platforms. Of course, we broadcast on TikTok. We broadcast on um, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, um, uh, Facebook when we can get it, and also on Twitch. So we got a lot of platforms there. All right. Um, okay. Uh, oil uh, will not go further. Uh, just saying, buying long puts. Well, you know what? Um, that's a good question. I this I'm taking this from TikTok. I'm going to start uh, basically with the questions, and and what that basically means is that uh, with, uh, with oil, um, that basically saying that everything has been priced into it. I'm not so sure that's correct. I, uh, I'm looking at this relative strength line here on my chart, and it's looking pretty darn good. It's got a 98. Now, can it, can it, can it go higher? Well, it did pull back a little bit today. You don't think it could go higher, but I think if we get, we get um, if we get over a hundred dollar barrel gallon, um, over a hundred dollar a barrel uh, oil for any amount of time, then it's going to be probably the oil sector is going to probably remain an area that people are going to invest in. Now it does look like the Saudis may uh, open up the taps, and I definitely understand that. Of course, they want to check protect their market share. Uh, they're worried that if the the, the prices stay high, of course that. Uh, many of the shale drillers in West Texas and other places like that will start opening up the taps, and that might uh, get rid of some of their market share. But uh, it does look like they're going to um, they're going they're going to open up the taps. Now, I still think that oil will remain high. And my main thesis on that is that oil is what is driving this inflationary bent. Now, I, I know that everybody is uh, is talking out of both sides of their mouth. They're saying that it was the stimulus, which it was to a great extent, but what it really is, I believe, is the fact that uh, we did not we, we did not manage uh, this country did not manage our oil very well. We've got oil that came off the market. The Russian oil came off the market. We 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 curtailed the Keystone Pipeline, and that's all it took 
to make uh, to move oil up, uh, and and everything in the economy, at least in terms of inflation, is based on the price of oil. And I know that sounds a very very ire. I mean, we've been trying to replace oil since the Jimmy Carter administration, but it has not been successful. So here's one thing I want to say about the oil business. I do believe, at least for right now, we're going to see some strength in this area, probably for at least another year or so. So I'm not so sure that the uh, um, the XL, the XOP is, a, is not a bad investment. I think it's a good way to scoop up some of that um, some of that uh, profit that's going to, some of the the profit that's going to come into the XOP. So, XOP is a symbol. So, uh, I definitely believe that. All right, uh, let's take another question from TikTok. Um, would you would you want to buy puts on oil ETFs? I, I don't think you would. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to be buying puts. Now, I possibly look at buying calls on oil. But I still think that the oil has has a ways to go. I don't think that it's uh, it's ended it's ended its its uh, uh, its has moved by any stretch of the any stretch of the imagination. But then, you know, oh, there you go. What um, <laughs> what is one stock uh, you think is definitely going to crash? Good question. Um, boy, I I would have to say probably something in uh, in in the. Um, Probably something that has a very high valuation uh, relative to to its peers, and uh, I, I still think that there's there's ones uh, you know that, that definitely could press. I mean, Teladoc is down. Uh, there's a lot of them that are down. So, uh, but I I don't really have a good symbol for you on that one. So let's go to the uh, let's let's go to the people on YouTube. Thank you for holding, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, do you see Starbucks? Uh, did uh, um, okay, did Starbucks? Let's take a look at Starbucks. Okay, because that's really a consumer. SBUX, of course, is the symbol for Starbucks. Um, you know what? <laughs> I think this stock may be shortable. I know that sounds very counterintuitive here, but I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing this downward trend. Okay. That's that's what I'm looking at. And when I'm looking at the chart, I'm like, oh, that's a downward trend there. It's got a relative strength of 25. That means 75% of the market is doing better. And right now, if you look at the S&P 500, this is the S&P 500. S&P 500 is moving up a little bit, and this is moving up a little bit. But I think if these converge, if these go uh, go against each other, I think that you could see some resistance right here at this line. More than likely, I think in the next few days, I think you're going to see people selling Starbucks. Would I short it at this level? Well, I don't like to short anything in a downward trend, and, and I don't like to short anything in a uptrending market. Currently, the market direction is in uh, we're, we're in a confirmed uptrend, so uh, not a good time to be shorting things until it moves to a marketing correction. I only like to initiate. Uh, shorts when the market is in correction. So uh, right now, I wouldn't be initiating any new. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't be initiating anything right now because uh, even though I do believe this is going lower, we're in an upward trending market. So I just probably wouldn't do anything here. I just probably would leave it, uh, leave it be. That's probably what I would do. Um, okay, Amazon split. Okay, well you know, as you know, Amazon is going to be splitting. Um, and the question is, can it be bought, and would you want to buy it? Well, 
we are in a confirmed uptrend. It's starting, and Amazon is starting to move. Uh, in, uh, Amazon is starting to move in the right direction. It's moved above the 21-day line, and it's looking like it's moving up to the 40-day line, which is a very good sign. It was up today about 1%. Uh, I mean, sorry, up today 13% and up 1% in after hours. So typically, the best time to buy anything uh, that's going to split is right before it splits, right before the date of record. Now, I believe the date of record for um, the split is the 30th. I'm not sure. If I'm, uh, the, the 30th. So uh, at least in the near-term future, it looks like in the volume, there's probably some truth to the fact that this one might be viable. Um, th that might be viable. Let's take a look at it. I'm, I'm not currently in it. Uh, this is at the very bottom retail internet. This is at the very bottom of the, the, the pile here in terms of its um, position. So I'm not particularly excited about that. It does look like it's making a rally. I don't know if... Um, you know, if it's going to rally to the $2,600. I'd be a little bit careful about this one. I do think, though, you can make a short-term play right before the um, uh, right right before the split. So that's what I think you could do. I, I probably would not be a buyer of this long-term, though. I just don't don't like it, unfortunately. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about the Amazon split? Well, I wish I knew more than I, than I do, but let's take a look. I believe the Amazon split, let me see... I can get the exact time and date of uh, the Amazon. Let me see if I can get the exact time and date of the Amazon split here for you. Let's look. Let's look that up um, and see if we can we can get that. So Amazon split. There we go. All right. So the Amazon split is uh, basically uh, slated for Friday, this Friday, um, uh, this Friday, now June 6th. So what basically happens right before a split, and this, this is actually following, this is actually following the, um, this is actually, this is actually following the, the prescribed, um, the, the prescribed trend. Typically a stock will trade up until the day of the split, and then after the split, it will it will split. People will sell off their shares, and it will trade down. So you, you might get a short-term, one or two-day play. Here's what I would do on this one. I'm not in this one, but um, here's what I would do if I was working on the Amazon uh, the Amazon split. Here is that I would, um, you know, you could buy it, but I would sell it the day that it is uh, the the date of the record. The, um, uh, so it begins trading on the sixth uh, as a split on the sixth. Uh, and let's see, today is the second. So I think you could probably trade it. I mean, I if I did it, uh, I, you you could probably you could probably buy it tomorrow and sell it on the fifth, or you know, and sell it on the fifth. That's probably what I would do. Here's the problem um, with this: when it splits 24 one, you're going to see um, you're going to see that they're going to see the shares pull back a little bit. So that's one thing you've got to be very very careful about. If you buy it uh, on, um, you know, if you were to buy say five shares, and it were to be uh, it were to be split to say a hundred shares. 
that you're likely to see it after this after the six move down a little bit uh, at least initially so you, but the, the the way the way a split works typically is that um, it will it will trade up until the day of record which is the sixth and then after that it will trade down and then it will regather steam and then move up again typically but there are some headwinds here a little that one of them of course is the fact that um, uh, that Amazon is um, uh, the fact is that the market is 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 pretty it, it is pulled back we're in a we're in a relief rally but we're not we've, we haven't bottomed in the market so there's a fair amount of risk that you would be taking if you did um, you know if you if you did if you did do that so uh, I'd be a little bit I would be a little bit careful about that uh, I, I would be I would be a little bit careful about doing that uh, but you definitely could buy it tomorrow, wait until the 6th, sell it before it splits, and I think that yeah, might work pretty well. All right, let's look at, uh, for Matt, let's look at TECK. This is also sort of a um, stock that uh, um, that's, that, is, uh, that is in the oil and gas space. It's more of a services company. It's called, oh, well, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's in the mining space, tech resources, copper, uh, gold, the whole kind of thing, and it definitely is looking pretty good. It was up a little bit after ours. I don't know very much about this company, to be honest with you, uh, but it is right below a buy point, so that is that is very very strong. And the fact of the matter is, the buy point on this one is forty four ninety three, and we're just right below that. So the question is, is it viable here? Well, it's got a pretty strong checklist, I have to say, ninety eighty nine percent. The technicals look good on it too. We are a little bit extended. We're we're we're, we're about six percent above that ten-day line. So like, it's likely here that it's going to take the ten-day line a little bit of time to catch up. So if you did buy it here, uh, do expect it to pull back potentially pull back a little bit. But I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't buy it at this level. This is looking. This is a good chart. And uh, if you want to be in the miners, now I'm currently not in the miners. But if you want to be in the miners, this one might look pretty good. So, uh, interesting, interesting stock. And thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it. Um, could you explain a little bit more about a relief lie and how the market can get affected? Absolutely, I sure can. Here's the thing with a relief lie. What happens in a relief rally? Well, stocks don't go all the way down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip on over to a chart here um, that is the. Um, for the for the Nasdaq because I think that's I think that's probably uh, that's probably going to be give us the best illustration of this. So let me just pull this Nasdaq chart up here. All right, um, this is going to be that's that this is the Nasdaq composite. This is the entire Nasdaq. This is all of the uh, shares that are on that that are on that are on that. So here's the way the Nasdaq looks, and as you can see um, by looking at this chart, the current Direction of the Nasdaq is downward trending, right? Okay, so we sort of hit our high here, which was back here in November, and that absolutely correlates with my portfolio. Unfortunately, um, it's been hard. It, we've basically entered this bear market in November. And you can see that's right about here, and that definitely correlates to my portfolio. That's definitely for sure. That's sort of when it started not working as well. Okay, so we've definitely entered the bear market in November. You notice the downward trend. Now, there have been 
air, there have been instances when it's kind of bounced up. That's what we're in now. We're in sort of this, this is called a relief rally. For instance, there was a relief rally in, in January. From about January to the first week of February, you can see it moved up, right? All right, so that's a relief rally. The, seth, the second thing is happening here. This relief rally has started here, and who knows where it's going to go, but this is going to sort of be the action on it. So I anticipate it moving up to very close to this line here, which of course is the 40-day moving average. So that's what a relief rally is. Nothing goes down in a straight line. Uh, it goes down, and then it rallies, and then it goes down, and then it rallies. The overall trend of the market currently is down, but we are in one of these relief rallies. So that's kind of how I'm looking at the market. All right. Um, question from G. Let's look at Apple and see kind of what's going on uh, with Apple. Okay. Get my chart going here. And there's Apple. All right. With Apple, it is also, remember, Apple is the, was one of the most valuable stocks on the, uh, the NASDAQ. So if the NASDAQ is in a relief rally, you could be assured that Apple will be in a re relief rally too because it is one of the largest components of the NASDAQ. So definitely have a little bit of a relief rally. Now, where do I think this is going? Well, I do think that we could possibly see it move, uh, you know, it, we, we could possibly see it rally up uh, to, you know, possibly the 200-day line. But here's the problem with Apple right now. It's trading like many of the other stocks in this area below that 200-day line. We do have the 40-day line, which is moving down and looking like it's getting ready to cross it. Now, it hasn't done that, so I, I expect the, at least in the near, in the next few, the 40-day line to kind of move like that, kind of move up a little bit. Um, but one of the things that we have to be watching about about the market in general is that the 200-day line is starting to flatten out, and when that happens. Up until now, really, for just years and years, the 200-day line has been basically in an upward trend. You know, see, this is an upward trend. Now it's starting to flatten out. If it if it if it holds here, that's good. But if it starts to move down, we're going to start see a continuation of the bear market. So my opinion here is that right now this is a little bit of a relief rally, and we could see, uh, you know, we could see Apple move up. But I do think that there's a lot of overhead supply right here. I think a lot of people bought higher than this, and that when it when it starts to rally up to here, they're going to be wanting to sell. So I, if I was not in Apple right now, I would be not looking to be putting in a full position here. So that's kind of my take take on it. Um, it'll probably dump tomorrow after the job report. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, I, I well, here's the thing: we're in this relief rally, and Apple is one of the biggest components of the Nasdaq. So. Uh, as the NAS as Apple goes, so goes the Nasdaq, or as the Nasdaq goes, so goes Apple. That's kind of how you would look at it. Right now, at least in the short term, of course, it's been trending up. But I do kind of expect, based on this chart, to see some headwinds. So I would not be building a position in Apple right now. There's just too much overhead supply. And I just don't think it's going to be likely to be um, to be a winner. I, that's it. Now, let's check in. Well, I want to check in on sort of the the other big um, stock in the NASDAQ, and of course that's Microsoft MSFT, uh, and that one is also 
uh, showing this rallying action, but it's been down. As you can see, this one's been down. This also has the death cross on it. We're starting to see the 200-day moving average starting to turn downwards. When that happens, of course, that means that capital is flowing out of the issue. Now, Microsoft doesn't have nearly as much overhead supply as um, it doesn't have nearly as much overhead supply as Apple does, but it still has a significant amount of overhead supply. So I do think that any upward motion on uh, on on Microsoft is likely to uh, likely to create selling selling from people that have bought it when it was much higher. So again, I'm still not that bullish on the um, the Nasdaq stocks and, and that sector of the market. I just am not. Based on the fact that, um, <laughs> based on the fact, there's so much overhead supply. All right, uh, let's see if we can take another question from TikTok. Thank you very, very much. Um, do you ever take a question? Absolutely, I take them all the time. I'm trying to find a question to take right now from TikTok. Um, why do you want to buy puts on oil ETFs? Right, exactly. You don't want to. By the way, everybody out there, and I just want to make this clear. I don't think it's wise. And again, I don't know everything, obviously, but I don't think it's wise to be buying um, puts on oil ETFs. A put indicates that oil is probably going to go down in value. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to go down in value, at least not in the near-term future. The major oil companies are making record profits, and they will continue to make record profits as long as the oil, uh, as long as there are constraints on the oil business. So. Right now, I think the time is not to be short the oil uh, sector. It's to be long the oil sector. So I could see a case for buying calls on on like a, the XLE, but I don't think that you want to be buying puts on it. Just my opinion. All right, let's uh, take a quick question here. Uh, I'm scared to, um, to look like it here. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, boy. I tell you, it's getting it's getting. Um, the market in general, yeah. I, I think the market likely is going to be... Um, oh, hey, good question from Joka. Thank you very much. Uh, is EA... Uh, are, are you Now, if you're looking to put puts on, uh, BA, British, Air, uh, British Airlines, Boeing, <laughs> um, that, might be a good, that might be a good case. Now, I did, by the way, I did have a short. Let me show you this chart, my chart on Boeing. Now, I had been shorting Boeing... But I closed my short back here on the 25th of May, and it, we did a nice profit. We, we, we shorted here, and then we closed here. So I almost got it right on the bottom, which is, which is really nice. We, we're, seeing, we're, seeing, um, uh, we're, we're, we're seeing Boeing rally again. I do believe that it is very likely uh, that when the market condition churns here, we're likely to see this move down. So this is a potentially a good short. Would I short it here? Eh, I would probably wait a little bit, but it is an upward trend, um, and I do think that it might be potentially a really good chart. Let's look at the 15-minute chart to see. Yeah, so we definitely have some buying action that came in here, uh, but Boeing is a potential short. Of course, it is one of the, it is one of the Dow stocks. Now I'm much more um, I, I'm much more comfortable shorting Dow stocks. Um, then the other ones primarily because of their size. So this one might might work again. Uh, I do think that uh, Boeing is likely to go lower. They have some serious problems 
unfortunately, in the company. So not a bad, not a bad look. All right, let's look at AMD, and uh, that is, uh, let's take a look at AMD. All right, AMD, again, similar to a lot of um, other charts, we did have the death cross back here. This is where the 40-day line crossed below the 200-day line. This shows weakness. We've been weak, and now we're in a relief rally. Uh, the relative strength is 77. Would I be interested in buying this here? Gosh, you know, I, I, just, I just don't like being buying in this area right now. The only reason I like AMD as a company, I think it's a wonderful company, but I just don't think this is the time to buy it. Why? Because the semiconductor fabulous area is 167 out of 197, which means this is in the bottom 20% of the market. Uh, money based on this, and I'm looking also at the 200-day line, is not it's not flowing into this issue that much right now, based on this uh, this 200-day moving average. So right now the uh, there's a little the capital is moving out of this issue, so I would be a little bit careful in this relief rally. You can do well, but I I, I don't I don't, I wouldn't want to buy it along here. I think it's a potential short, but I wouldn't short it right now. Why? Because currently the market is in a upward trend, believe it or not. All right, we're just about done here. Um, and for everybody out there that hasn't become a member of the uh, Action Trade Alerts, I do go through these very, very fast, and I'm going to try to get uh, give more information uh, in, in uh, on, the, on the list. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor to see, uh, to get on the list. First and last name and an email address, and we'll get you set up for that. All right, let's take the last question for um, tech talk. Um, should I buy puts on GME? I wouldn't touch GME. Okay, <laughs> um, okay, Jim. Uh, will gold go down? Ah, very good question. This is a great question, by the way. This is from um, Colin Byrne. Thank you very much. Uh, will gold um, go down to uh, 1830 um, and bounce again? Or popped, you know what? I th I'm I know this is counter I know this is counterintuitive, but let's take a look at the uh, at the ETF GLD. <coughs> and the question is, you know, with all this inflation, why in the heck, why in the heck is gold going down? <laughs> right? You would think because everybody tells you, you know, everybody tells you gold is the greatest inflation hedge. Well, I'm here to tell you that is not the case. The best inflation hedge, believe it or not, is oil. Why? Because it's used in everything. So, in a period of inflation, you want to gravitate towards oil. Gold is a wonderful thing, especially if you're giving it as a gift to your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend. Gold is a wonderful thing. But gold, unfortunately, has really no intrinsic value, whereas gold, whereas oil does. And that makes oil the best inflation hedge. So, just FYI. Here's the thing with uh, gold shares. And this is the gold shares ETF. This is sort of usually how I play gold. Um, we actually have this weird thing going on. Even though we have, quote unquote, all this inflation going on, the value of the dollar against other currencies right now is rising. Isn't that weird? Um, why is it rising? Well, the reason it's why it's rising is because around the world, many people have dollar-denominated debt. Okay, so they need to pay back in dollars. So if they can't get dollars, they have to bid the price of dollars up. Now, the dollar is overvalued right now in the market, but that makes holding dollars actually during a period of 
theory of relative inflation actually a good investment? As a matter of fact, dollars have have been one of the better um, performing assets in the in the market. So it's very very strange, but I don't I do expect uh, in until gold moves above about two thousand dollars an ounce. I don't think I think that there's a lot of downward pressure on gold. I think that anytime gold starts to move up, you're going to start to see central banks selling it like Russia. Why? Because they need those dollars to pay back their debts, and those debts are in dollars. So they really have two choices. They can either sell oil, and of course, with the situation with Russia, Russia does not have, I mean, Russia has tons of oil, but they can't sell it because of the embargo, so they have to sell gold. Uh, so that's one thing I do see holding down the price of gold, is that a lot of central banks are using it as a hedge. Uh, and, the, and, and unfortunately, if you're counting on gold, now, now gold obviously is not going to go to zero, so over the long term you're going to do well with gold, but right now it's not the same kind of inflation that we had in the 1970s, I don't believe. Um, I believe that because there's so much external debt that's grown, so many people owe money in dollars, uh, getting dollars is key. So the, the, companies, the, the countries that can sell oil and get dollars to pay back their loans, they're going to be doing well. So I'm just making a word salad here. But basically, to, to sort of net it out, I don't think that gold, unless it moves about above about 2000 it's, it's, like, it's not likely to, 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 to move higher. As a matter of fact, I think in the near-term future, at least towards the end of the year, we're going to see the value of gold actually go down. And I know that's very, very strange. That's definitely what I believe. All right, so thank you very much. Let's take one more question. I think we're right at about 45 minutes. So let's take a look at Boyle. That'll be a last um, chart today. And let's take a look at Boyle. And Boyle is the natural gas. And I do kind of, this is an area I do like. I do like natural gas. I, I'm in F and LNG. Uh, there is a shortage of natural gas. And here's the thing. One of the great things about buying natural gas at this point is that for all of the no for all the noise about electric cars, and they're a great thing. I made a lot of money in Tesla. I'm not in it currently. Um, the electricity in this country, primarily, at least in the United States, is generated with natural gas. So the demands for natural gas typically go up in the summer for air conditioning reasons, but I believe they're going to go up all year round because of the electric cars. So. This is an area that I think that is very, very worth your while looking into. Now, Boyle, which is the ProShares Ultra uh, natural gas, it basically it's 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 a two x on the on the point on the price of natural gas, uh, is looking pretty good. Is it viable at this level? Well, you know, it seems like the the, the last intermediate high was here at about ninety seven. So it's relatively speculative, but I think that. Um, I think that if it reverses off the 21-day line, that's where to buy it. Currently, the 21-day line is, well, let's look at those technical charts, it's at 106.02. So here's what, here's what I would say. I would put in an, a limit order. If you're interested in trading this one, and I do think it's likely to, to, to trend higher, it's going to pull back and I think it's going to move above that 21-day line. So here's what I would do if I were trading uh, natural gas here is that I would wait for it to pull back to the 21-day line, which I currently have at 106.02, and then I would buy it there, and I think you're going to get a nice little pop on this, because I do think that, uh, at least from what I'm seeing, natural gas is definitely moving higher. 
All right. Well, I think we have one more. Well, let's see. We have one more question. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. Um, uh, thank you, everybody. Thanks for watching. I so appreciate it. Please tell your friends about the show um, because it's my goal here uh, to help people. I uh, to to help people make more money in the stock market and hopefully cut through some of the stuff. Now, am I always right? Absolutely not. But here's the thing. We are in a downward trend overall, but we're in a relief rally. I know that sounds really contradictory. So here's what we want to do. We want to, if we're going to go long, which I do recommend, we want to be in the areas of the market that are the strongest. Right now, the strongest area of the market is oil, oil and natural gas and things related to it. Shipping is also very, very strong. So we want to concentrate our, uh, our treasure hunt there. On the other side of the market, we're still waiting to see you know what what the bottom of the market is going to be I do believe very strongly that we've got a long way to go down so I think the Nasdaq likely even though it's rallying right now is likely to go lower now eventually we're going to get to the point where everyone is totally disgusted with the market and everybody is saying I'm never going to put another nickel in the market and then we're going to get a follow-through day and then we're going to start buying but right now we're it's still really up in the air so be very, very careful. I would try to keep a fair amount of cash, at least 50% of my portfolio in cash, because there will be opportunities. And thank you so much, everybody, for taking a look at the show. By the way, if you haven't already, uh, smash the like button. Boy, I would really appreciate that. really helps me out. Uh, that, 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 uh, that really helps. So please smash that like button out there uh, so I get out there to more people. By the way, uh, if you're not already on the Action Trailer, it's very easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor. Well, until tomorrow at 5 o'clock uh, on Friday, happy trading, everybody. I hope everyone is well, and I uh, hope everyone is doing good. Remember, if you're down more than 7% on any stock, please uh, close that position and wait for a better opportunity. The, the, the whole game right now is capital preservation. So I'll be back tomorrow at 5 Happy trading.